My name is Carly and I am an entrepreneur. These are the real, raw, and honest stories of myself, my colleagues, and my dearest friends, how we followed our dreams and continue to scale the mountain of success every day. Learn what it takes to make the next step and join us on the climb. Get ready to pull up your boss straps because this is Bossy Club. Hi, guys. It is Monday, a new week, another week in the global pandemic we are finding ourselves in. And I'm here to share with you my conversation I had with Lauren Scotty. You may know her from her epic Instagram feed at Lauren Scotty, or you may have had her shoot your portraits or your wedding. At any rate, she is one of the best photographers out there right now. She is named by Rangefinder Magazine as the rising star of 2016, and her work is unparalleled. She talks about the real, raw, and honest (laughs) journey of starting her business and lessons she's learned along the way. So I hope you enjoy, and please welcome Lauren Scotty. Yeah, thanks for coming on Bossy Class, Lauren. You are obviously one of my your uh, photography friends and I want people to know you more. So um, yeah, tell us a little bit about you and your journey with photography and kind of um, how you got started. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. It's so fun to be on here. Um, So my photography journey, it started um, like 15 years ago. My dad was a photographer. So kind of grew up in the family business and against my will, like I didn't really want to be a part of it. Well, actually I was part of it way younger. (laughs) He had me like hold reflectors at the beach and like, um, bribed me with like frozen yogurt after, um, (laughs) and 20 bucks (laughs) as like an eight year old. So that's amazing. I know already an entrepreneur. Um, but then like I kind of got a little bit more into it and did more for him, um, did like album design, started second shooting for him. And then all of his friends saw that I was working for him. So then I started working for them. Um, I didn't like love it. He was old school photo, which is great. Like he was so good at what he did, but it just wasn't like, it didn't inspire me in any way uh, for myself. Like it just wasn't interesting enough. It was cool, but I was like, eh, I'm not really into this. So then I went to school for graphic design and got my degree in that. Um, but I didn't love graphic design, like doing it myself. I love seeing good design. Um, Mm -hmm. and I can spot it out and I feel like I have a good sense for that, but I didn't like creating something out of nothing. Um, so I actually, when I had a random internship, um, at Hurley actually, I was like hanging up clothes, which was not what I wanted to be doing, but it was a great internship. I had a great time. Um, I discovered the creative world of photography and I was like, whoa, you can do this. I had no idea. So once I saw that you could kind of like make it your own, um, Mm -hmm. then I was sold because I literally thought it had to be the way my dad did it. Like photo to me seemed like there was one process, one way of doing things. Um, and so I feel like I got a really good classic training background from my dad mixed with, um, like a 
different perspective because I started working for the lady that actually um, inspired me to be like, oh, wow, you can really like do different things with photography and make it your own. Um, So I feel like I got good training from both of them. And then it kind of just spurred me to do my own thing. And I started shooting friends and then friends of friends. And then um, actually a lot of uh, people at my church were like photographers. So then we started referring each other. So it was kind of just a natural process. And then I started Lauren Scotty photographer when I got married, which was eight years ago, almost nine. And so I've been full-time for that long, but yeah, I've been shooting and doing things for what seems like most of my life. <laughs> what was the turning point where you started and did like a brand, like a brand of your own versus like, oh, I just do this. Was there a moment, a, like a pivot moment for you? Yeah. Like before I got married, I was still like doing some design stuff just because I did have the background in it. I was like, maybe I can still kind of do it, even though I knew I didn't like want to fully do that. I feel like I was still dipping my toes in like creative photography and that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had like another, I branded myself different. It was like LA creative studio. And then I just knew (laughs) to a point where I was like, I'm not doing graphic design. I want to do just photo. And then I decided once I got married because I was already dating my husband at this point and we knew we were getting married maybe he had even proposed I don't remember (laughs) the timeline it seems like ages ago um but I just knew like I wanted to rebrand myself and it felt like the right time when I like had a new last name because I didn't want to like brand myself and then get married a few months later and you know redo it so that was kind of the starting point And then I remember my husband was like, well, if you're going to do this full time, like, let's get you like the legit stuff. Because I had my, my dad had gifted me a camera, like one of his old ones. And that's what I like started shooting on. And then I like saved up for a lens, but like that camera, it wasn't like, I didn't buy it. So I, Mm -hmm. it felt like it wasn't like I didn't have as much investment into photography, if that makes sense. So then, right. So then once I, my husband was like, we're going to get the latest camera out there, like do it. There was like a mindset, like change for me of like, okay, I'm actually investing my own money into this. Like, and I'm getting like the best camera at the time on the market. So Like I can't suck. I can't, I can't not be good. So it kind of like pushed me in a way of like, well, if you have the best, then you need to be the best in a sense. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, I would assume how (laughs) it would be. This is like the, this huge purchase that like Mm -hmm. you may or may not have in the bank to finance right right. like things are getting really real and like yeah figure it out kind of Mm -hmm. thing yep um yeah so when you you get this camera and then you go like do do inquiries just start like coming in are you still kind of just like word of mouth at this point 
Yeah, it was more word of mouth. Like, I wish I could say, yeah, they just started rolling it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, it was a slow, like, process. And that's fine. Um, And then, like I said, I had some photo friends who, like, were a little bit further along in their business. So if they were booked, Mm -hmm. they would refer me, which helped a lot as well. Um, And then I just started second shooting for anyone and everyone I could just to gain more experience um, in the wedding world, because I feel like it was shifting from just you pick a photographer in a phone book to like, oh, people care about how like the table looks or what the flowers look like. It wasn't, you're just like, oh, I need flowers. I need a photographer. It doesn't really matter what it is, (laughs) you know? Um, So I feel like it became more stylized. And so, yeah, there was just more photographers popping up. And so I just started like shooting with them, just trying to get as much experience as I could. And then that kind of gave me some content to put on, you know, my website and and then if I was shooting things that maybe weren't necessarily what I wanted to be shooting, I started mm-hmm. just making that happen for myself. So like just doing creative shoots and I always say like I kind of miss that point um mm-hmm. in my business of just not to say I can't do it now, it's just I feel like I have way more responsibility to deliver to the clients that I have. Whereas before you didn't have as much and you really wanted to like work towards that. So you were trying new things. You were setting up shoots, like, like those kinds Uh of things. Um, Not to say I can't do that now. I just feel like it's a little bit harder with two kids and (laughs) already a full-time business, which I'm so grateful for. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like the freedom to kind of like, you feel like you have more freedom to make mistakes because you're starting, but I feel like Mm -hmm. down the road when you're quote unquote established, like you're like, I can't, you almost feel like you can't make mistakes or try different things because you don't want to fail because you've been doing it for so long. If, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, no, it totally, it totally makes sense. And like, yeah, I think. I had a conversation with my mom a few times about like, you know, as an established business myself, but Mm -hmm. like still wanting to expand and grow and like become like the big, bigger thing that I am or whatever. Yeah. Like my mom would always say like, these are the good old days of like having this space to like, just have fun with it because it's like more money, more problems is real. Yeah, or like more things more responsibilities is real and so I totally get that and I think like through the pandemic we've done a couple of photo shoots and there is a sense now in this year where it's like oh my gosh like what do we have to lose let's just like have fun and create yeah but like when you're in busy season or you're booked out it's like people are hiring you because they saw what is on your site and that's what they want so like you go off the script it could be detrimental or whatever like I can imagine like that's how it would be but yeah exactly like you want as an artist or creative you want you keep changing molding like you want to try new things you're inspired by certain things 
And so like work you did five years ago, although you're proud of it, it, like you might be gravitating towards something different creatively, but you feel like you have to stick true to like the style you've always had, but it's fine to grow and evolve. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Was there, has there been a point yet for you in your career where um, it kind of felt like you started to, and I mean this in like a good way, but like started to coast of like, it wasn't, you weren't having to like fight potentially for like leads or, you know, work or things like that. Did you ever feel that shift? Cause I started to feel that like two years ago and that was like eight years in for me. Yeah. It was like, Oh wow. This is actually like, I don't have to like swim upstream. Like I was so much. It's a little bit like, you know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Um, I do like, in I would say maybe like five years in, like it kept just growing naturally. Mm-hmm. And I would, um, my husband and I would set goals like for, for us and then for like my business. And so it kind of like pushed me to keep going after that. And then like five years in, I had like reached my goal of like how many weddings I wanted to book or if I wanted to accomplish something. And I like kept hitting those, which like could only be explained because of God. Like, honestly, like I give my Mm. business to him and I know like not everyone believes in God like I do, but I just feel like uh, the business has never been my own. And it's like, how can I serve people as best as possible with the gifts God has given me? And so I feel like he has just like helped me through this because there's no way I would have been here all on my own. I like, Mm -hmm. I'm a creative. I'm not like a business person. (laughs) So even to be at this point, and like be okay is like a miracle in itself to me. Um, just because like I'm not good at numbers, I'm not good at accounting. And yes, I've like hired people to help me through that process. Um, right. because yeah, you should have people help you where you're not necessarily the strongest. Um, but yeah, I just I feel like that's he's like helped me through this um, to get to this point. Hey guys, it's your girl, Carly. I'm here to tell you about the coolest flower delivery service that exists. It's my sister company, Primary Petals. You may have heard of Primary Petals before, but did you know that we are going nationwide? It's an amazing service that sends really cool and unique flowers to anyone's doorstep in the lower 48. Guys, we have sent to every state and every bouquet has arrived so beautiful and so fresh, which if you know, is no small feat for shipping flowers. For my listeners, I'm giving 10% off using code BOSSYCLASS at checkout. If you want to learn more, please visit primarypetals.com. Can you talk to us about like hardships that you've experienced through this process of being um, a creative and a, a business owner? Yeah. So, I mean, when I first started again, um, going back to me not being great at business, I was shooting. I started to make, you know, money doing it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. This is so cool. Like I get to do what I love to do. Um, and I didn't really know about like taxes. Like I knew about taxes, but I had always worked jobs where either I like didn't make enough to like really pay or 
it was taken out of my paycheck. And so then it was like, oh, I actually have to like save the money (laughs) to pay. (laughs) And so Uh I got, so I got hit with like, uh, I think it was like two or three years in, I got hit with such a huge tax bill and it like knocked me out of like, oh my gosh, how could I do this to myself, my family, like how careless of me, but I just, I didn't know really. Um, And so that kind of set us back a little bit, but it was like, okay, well, I just have to keep pushing forward and like, I will not make that mistake again. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I just feel like, I mean, it was a bump, but it pushed me forward to be like, okay, I need to have people help me where I'm not necessarily strong. And so then I hired like a really good accountant and um, a bookkeeper and just things to help move my business along so I could keep doing what I'm really good at, but not making my business suffer. Right. Right. And then um, I know everyone this year has had hardships. um, No. On so What? (laughs) 2020 has been awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just on so many levels, like it's been hard for everyone. But I think it is hard that you, because we book so far in advance, you know, yeah. it's kind of like you have somewhat of a picture of what your next year will look like. And to see that like literally ripped away mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, well, this is like what I do for a living. What am I going to do that I like, I can't even do my job and there's nothing I can do about it. Um, it like that was really hard too. Um, and I'm so thankful like people are figuring out how to get married and wanting to do family photos right now in like whatever way we can figure out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was hard for you. Like, I feel like all of us in yeah. the like wedding industry, because we're events and events are non-essential or whatever. <laughs> it just is, I beg to differ. <laughs> I know. I absolutely do. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's <laughs> love is very essential. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel like it's just been hard and then throw in having a baby in the middle of all of that on top of it and not having work and then like, wow, I have more kids to like help provide for. Right, right. You're like, okay, cool. Like adulthood just got more real. Yeah, it was like job stuff is like question mark, right? Like, come on. Yeah, I was like, uh, when do I call my parents to help me? And then I'm like, oh, I'm the parent. It's my, (laughs) do you ever feel like that? Like, oh, Oh. just call my parents to like, help me figure this out. And you're like, crap, I'm the adult. Like, I, like when something happens to my kid, it's like, oh, I want to call. So it's like, no, I'm the person they call. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not a parent, but it, it does feel that way too. Yeah. With anything. Yeah, like money problems, business problems. You're like, oh, let me just call them and they can. And you're like, no, no, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way sometimes with business. Like uh-huh. I went through kind of a phase where 
and I don't know if you have felt this way or not and this isn't to like I hope this doesn't come off like whatever like selfish like talk but like there's been moments in my journey where I am around a lot of creatives who aren't necessarily in the like their strength isn't business and Uh so they'll come to me being like hey like you've hit every branch down the tree like you want to learn business or you're like more far like farther along a little bit in business and so I've had to go outside of the wedding industry a lot to like get business advice Mm -hmm. because a lot of it is like we're just creatives and we just sort of fell into it and we've like made a living and we're like really incredibly talented people yeah for me like sometimes I have felt like I'm the person that people go to and it's like well but I need someone too so I've had to like find mentors and like have my circle of people that like can help me through these like hard things yeah Um, do you ever feel that way yeah I mean there's some go-to people I mean my husband he he's just smart in all areas he's just like he thinks rationally and it helps me think more clearly because sometimes it's just an emotional like oh my gosh I can't believe this and he's like okay well let's actually like think about this and so I feel like he helps me like figure things out and then um I have like a good group of like girl like photo girls who like if there is something like to throw out like hey I'm having a hard time with this have you guys ever dealt with anything and everyone's really like um responsive to help and Mm -hmm. you know so I feel like I do have a good community within the photo community um but yeah I mean if I I have taken like outside business like like workshop things um because I do feel like it's a good perspective to have like obviously in the industry you're in but then obviously outside of it um so yeah I've I feel like I've reached out to people and then I've had people like reach out to me business-wise um but yeah because we're I feel like even when you've been doing it for a while you still don't know everything or haven't experienced something like when I, when the pandemic hit, everyone's like, Oh, what do we do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, like, have, have you ever heard people say like, well, if the world goes to hell, then at least weddings will still happen. Yeah. Well, that like be less true. (laughs) Like I always thought this was like a safe bet. Yeah. Um, um like not. yeah I mean luckily for me there's been people who have like reached out for like two years out uh-huh so I've been able to like stay alive which has been like a gift from heaven yeah absolutely <laughs> um but yeah I mean like yeah it's it's hilariously like it's comical at this point oh yeah um, if something right. else happens, you're just like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. pile it on. Totally. Yeah. I want to go back to, I have like, I'm so bad with timelines, but like a few years ago, you were named like best, right? Like the rising star of 2000 something. Yeah. I did my homework. <laughs> um, <laughs> were you internet stalking me? 
Yeah. Love um, it. Yeah. Talk to me about like getting that recognition and of course other, th- you know, other publications and all of that stuff. Like, has there ever been a moment for you where you've had to check your ego or has it just been like, I'm just grateful. And like, you know, where, where do you fall on that spectrum of being grounded in all of it? Yeah. I feel like anytime something like that happens, I'm just so like honored and like taken back of like, I'm just this girl who's doing something she loves and like people like, like it. And (laughs) I still almost feel like in that phase, like, oh my gosh, people like what I do and are recognizing me for it. But I don't feel like I've, I've, I've hit like my full potential, I guess. Um, so like getting the rising, like the rangefinder rising star was actually kind of goes back to my dad because he used to subscribe to that magazine. Um, when I was younger, it was always on our coffee table. And so I thought nothing of, you know, the magazine I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. And then they started doing the, you know, rising star of weddings, um, a few years ago. And once I started getting more involved, I actually made that one of my goals. Like, wow, that would be incredible. Like that seemed like an unattainable goal, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. and it was all like, I would do like yearly goals right. and then I would do like ultimate goals, Like, I don't know when this would happen, but I want to just put it out there. And so I ended up getting, like, nominated to, like, submit stuff for it. And I was like, what the heck? How does does someone know me, like, Lauren Scotty from, you know, Orange County? (laughs) Like, there's so many people in the world who are talented who are great photographers. And this is like a worldwide thing. Right. And so I, even just to be nominated, I was like, what the heck? I remember I got, I think I got the nomination email. I was at a, at a wedding, shooting a wedding. And I saw it come in and I was like, what the freaking heck? I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I ended up like getting it. And like out of all of the photographers in the world for that year. And I was like, this is not even happening. Um, (laughs) I like, I couldn't believe it because again, I don't feel like I'm the best photographer in the world. Like there's so many talented, amazing people. And the fact that I got it, it was like, this is amazing. But like, again, I just didn't feel like almost worthy of getting it. Um, And it coming back full circle to my dad, like they had an exhibition at WPPI and they like had some of our photos up there. And um, my dad got to see it at the convention and he had gone to WPPI for years. And so it was such a special moment because he literally just told me, like, I'm so proud of you. And, mm. and like, I knew he was always proud of me. But it was, like, I think that's why I wanted to work towards it so hard. Not even for myself, but just because, like, this is something my – I just wanted to, like, 
I wanted my dad to like be proud of me because I was doing something that he devoted his life to. And I don't know that like that moment for me outweighed the award itself, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, it was, I was so honored to be a part of it. I still can't believe I got it. (laughs) Um, And yeah, that's kind of just how I feel when people like want to feature my work or anything like that. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like I've hit this like, Oh, well I'm the best. And yeah, I should be put like, no, absolutely not. I don't feel that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like, I always think back to artists, you know, singers or actresses or actors. And there are some people that will just like never get recognized. Yeah. Even though they're so incredibly talented and like, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, anytime that there is a recognition of something that you have stepped out and said, listen, I don't know how to do this super well, but I'm going to learn. And yeah. then you get that kind of nomination. It's like, holy cow. I And I think that there is something to say about writing your goals down. I mean, mm-hmm. like I've listened to a ton of podcasts on business and read tons of books on business. And there's always that thing of like, once you write it down, it sort of almost becomes a little bit more real. Yeah, absolutely. There's things like I've written down where I'm like, this isn't going to happen for like 12 years. Yeah. Maybe. And it happens in like a week. Uh I'm like, wait, what? Like, you know, and so I think it's, um, we get so in our head about like, well, can I do this or can like, am I worthy of it? And it's like, Mm -hmm. I think that if we can get past that mental hoop, like the world is open to possibility. Yeah. And I think just putting it down, like it puts it out there. It's not just an idea or a fictitious thing in your head. It, Mm -hmm. it becomes more real because you're like seeing it. Right. So that, that is so amazing. I'm so glad that, um, your dad got to see that too. I know. That is just like so special. It, it truly was. <laughs> yeah. So what um what can we expect if let's say pandemic's over? Like let's just live in that world for like five seconds. <laughs> okay. What can do you have anything up your sleeve for the next couple of years? Are you just sort of waiting for the the waves to stop crashing? Where are you at? Well, um, like I said, I just had a baby. And so I feel like there's with that, it kind of takes a couple months to get out of the newborn haze, (laughs) I like to call it. Um, So I just I feel right now I feel like I just got out of that. And so Mm -hmm. I almost feel like I'm starting fresh again in a way. Um, And so I'm just trying to look forward as best as I can and serve um, my couples and future couples as as best as possible. Um, I mean, I want to still see people get married. Like I still want to see happiness and love and everything happen. So like in whatever capacity that, that can be made possible, um, like I'm right. here for it. So, but at, like I did take, usually like the fall is crazy busy for me with weddings. And so I can't take on as many family shoots. And so this year I got to take more on and it actually was 
a joy for me just because, you know, I have a family and so I just see family photos differently now. Whereas when I started out, it was like family scare me. Like, I don't know how to handle a crazy toddler at a shoot, you know? Sure. Um, (laughs) Now that I have some life experience, um, I feel like it obviously is easier for me to navigate that. And so, yeah, I'm just trying to roll with it as best as I can and do, yeah, just do what I can while I can. Um, So yeah, I kind of just transitioned to doing more family shoots and uh, yeah, I, again, I'm still trying to figure out what the future holds for me. And I mean, obviously I'll probably make some goals and stuff and hopefully, hopefully we can make them happen. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I know. I, I was so excited for 2020. I mean, there's so many like great things that happened, but but, but yeah, I had written like every category. So from like emotional business, financial, spiritual, physical, like all of those things. And I had like goals under each one and they were pretty audacious goals. Mm-hmm. And I just found that paper again. <laughs> oh gosh. And I'm like, wow. I mean, there's some things that happened, but it's just like life. I mean, like COVID has derailed so many things. Like there's no way I could book as many weddings as I had written down. Like right. there's literally no way. So yeah, it's super interesting and but do you but feel then, go ahead. But do you feel like you've been able now I'm the podcaster here. But do, okay, you feel like, like do you feel like you've been able to like accomplish or do other things that maybe you wouldn't have been able to do? Yeah. If it hadn't happened or like yeah, goals that you didn't like just things you didn't even anticipate or I mean, you're doing a podcast like that's cool and just so you know like all these things yeah like I think the podcast had started prior to COVID and then through everything it's like oh I actually have like way more margin to like sit in an interview and not be like dead tired from an event yeah whatever absolutely Um, I definitely like um primary petals has like doubled in revenue this year Awesome. Like it's grown and it's just like those are the types of things that I couldn't have like really put my energy towards if I was just like grinding out events every single day um, right yeah and, and that's what I mean is like you'll you're yeah. able to like put more energy towards the things like you had but yeah like maybe weren't putting a ton of like your full focus into it um yeah and and too it's like in some sense, and I don't know if you have felt this, I mean, you had a baby, so we have maybe a little bit different experience because I didn't have a baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there is a sense of like mental gymnastics for me of like, I feel like I'm at fa- the ground level of everything again. Like mm-hmm. I'm still getting weddings and I'm still that, but like starting a business or pivoting a business to shipping nationwide and like yeah. being associated to that is like taking people a way long time to like get because they're yeah. like oh well you do weddings you've done this for a decade and I think having doing things in a wedding industry it, like you kind of said in the beginning it was like 
well I got referred and then this person and that and then this Mm -hmm. and then that and then it's like you have 40 events and it's just sort of it's it's a totally different beast to build that kind of business than it is to build like an e-commerce like crowdfunding like venture Mm -hmm. capital like big time salesy thing like it's a totally different game right it's like you can't just like fingers crossed you know like you could book one wedding it could cover your bills Mm -hmm. you know for the month right so there's been a lot of like I've been reading books like SEO for dummies like what what is SEO and like (laughs) you know and obviously I wouldn't have had the time to do that but it's that moment where you're like oh, you know, today I'm not going to see the revenue like I wanted to this year. Yeah. Like trusting that the time you're putting in right now is going to like be a long-term return is like major mental like stamina. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I, I know everyone when everything was like starting to shut down, everyone's like, this is the time to invest in your business. Like, it's time to like do things, get after it. And I was so pregnant. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So exhausted. And so I didn't really get after it. Um, back then when I had quote unquote, nothing to do, um, still had to chase after a toddler, but, um, now I'm like, okay, so I don't have as many events on the books what can I do and it's like well my website has been ignored forever so like it feels like a good time to like fix that up um what else can I do besides shooting weddings it's kind of spurred me to think what I can do um if I'm not able to do that and so is it is it more educational stuff is it like product type things like pdfs or is it shooting more families or yeah it's just made me shift my thinking of okay what can I do just like you were like okay I'm gonna start shipping flowers worldwide right so yeah 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 it's and I think too like sometimes we put an emphasis on like the business side and I am a three on the Enneagram. So I'm like, let me, me just around everyone. Yeah. So like goals seriously mm-hmm. are huge, but I think that some, like for me, if I was in your shoes, I would have to continually remind myself that like, okay, business isn't the end all be all of success. Like you're right. raising a family, you know? And like, that is such a gift to be like, okay, this crazy season, I can actually be completely present with, like, my family. Like, that's huge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just have to, like, see, like, yeah, your level of success. It's, yeah, not always just business related. Like, your definition of success might be different than someone else's definition of success. Like, someone Mm -hmm. might be, like, getting you know the rangefinder rising star is my like that means success to me um whereas someone else might be like to be able to provide for my family doing something I love and getting to spend time with them like that's success to me so it's like it's gonna look different for everyone and like you said I 
it truly is being a being able to spend time with my family has been like success to me being able to like do something I love and um Mm -hmm. also be there for them you know so yeah even though this year has been weird it in a sense has been great because I I did get to spend time with you know my son before my daughter came like yeah I wasn't making money and I wasn't working but like I'll never get that time back and so like there'll always be time for work whether it is shooting weddings or doing something different um so yeah just all perspective yeah totally oh so many good nuggets today thank you so much for taking the precious time away from your newborn and toddler to come talk with me. <laughs> oh, it's been a great joy. Quiet <laughs> <By the> time. <laughs> you're like, seriously, it's been, when I emailed you, I was like, make sure you're in a quiet spot. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Luckily, g- baby girl has been sleeping through all this. So Aww. bless up. Everly. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Everly. <laughs> Lauren, you are one of my favorites. Thank Aww. you so much. Yeah. Coming on. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Anytime. You are welcome back. All right. <laughs> Catch you next time. See you on the flip side. <laughs> okay. This podcast is edited and published by the Primary Pedal Studios, written and hosted by Carly Ray Williams. Show notes are located at our website, carlyrayweddings.com forward slash bossy class. If you like what you heard today, subscribe, rate, and review us. Sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive content and bonus episodes. Thanks for joining us as we scale the mountain of success. This is Bossy Class.